0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Prayer in the Making Lent Book Club. Uh, It is Monday morning, it is the 11th of March and we are into Chapter 1. I hope all is well with you, I hope you're not snowed in or anything like that. Um, uh, Chapter 1 is all about encounter and uh, to give you a little bit of a sense of the speed at which we're going to go at, we're going to look at the first half of Chapter 1 in this podcast that's the half called face to face uh tomorrow night that's tuesday night the 12th i will post again on this i will post again and it will be on the second half of chapter one heart to heart then thursday morning we're already into chapter two i did warn you that it might be a bit of a whistle stop tour but i hope anyway that these are useful tasters for you and in sometimes actually it's better not to uh, linger too long around uh, learning about prayer, because we can end up just feeling like, oh, I, I haven't learned that. I need to spend longer and longer. And sometimes an overview can be quite helpful in it. So that's the approach we're going for. So chapter one, encounter face to face is where we are this morning. And you know what? I wrote this half of this chapter particularly because, I'm in fact, the whole chapter really, because I wanted to come back to some of the basics of what Christian prayer is There's is an awful lot of prayer out there but this book is about Christian prayer and Christian prayer has some distinctives and for me they're very encouraging distinctives and I wanted to run through them with you um I I really also wanted to to kind of get back to this idea that we touched on uh when I posted on Saturday about or Friday night or whenever that was uh, about God. Being real and present in prayer. You know, one of the things about Christian prayer and the Christian faith is that throughout the New Testament, particularly, though it's all there in the Old Testament, too. But throughout the New Testament, particularly, we are constantly being reminded that God is present with us, that Jesus is present with us by his Holy Spirit. That is a real thing. That is not a concept that is not uh, a nice idea that is not just a a happy thought to encourage an imagination to encourage us along the way this is a thing god is actually really present you know on pentecost the the tongues of fire uh, were in the room they were really there it they the the disciples hadn't just kind of fallen asleep and were dreaming that there was a god was making himself his presence known in that place in a very physical way and for me that is the starting place for prayer. Um, A couple of different things to say to you about this and for me these are a bit of a checklist. I I go through these things with myself uh, every couple of weeks to make sure that I'm uh, still grounded in that truth that God is real and present with me. You see sometimes prayer can feel like basically a shot in the dark can't it you know this idea that actually if i chuck a couple of prayers heavenwards somebody somewhere might hear me and uh, the universe might respond kindly and uh, generously to me Uh, and it is a shot in the dark it there's no guarantees there's no promise of anything i just ping it out there and hope for the best and you know what that is a million miles from the encounter that prayer is meant to be. Uh, If you're daunted, by the way, by the word encounter, I just want to say uh, it just means a meeting. Um, But because we've got other connotations now for the word meeting, I didn't want to call the chapter meetings. Chapter one, meetings. You were going to think something wholly different if I'd done that, weren't you? You were going to think about, you know, kind of boring committees and things. So encounter simply means a meeting. It's just a meeting with someone else and that's what prayer is it is a coming together of you and god so the shot in the dark thing uh, is so many millions of miles away from what prayer is you are not just throwing your hopes and your dreams out into the ether uh, in the vague uh, hope that somebody something somewhere might respond I'm, one of those things people often say is you know i just feel like i'm praying i feel like my prayers are bouncing off the ceiling Now i just want to say your prayers don't even need to get anywhere near the ceiling the one you're talking to in prayer is closer to you than your ceiling the one you're talking to in prayer is closer to you than your very breath um the apostle paul had this kind of repeated phrase in his writings that we are in christ christ is in us there is a Uh, that takes us back, doesn't it, to what we were talking about the other day about God remaining. Jesus says, I want to remain in you. You're going to remain in me. I'm going to remain in you in, in, in people, not somewhere the other side of my ceiling, but in me. He is right here. God, by his spirit, present in this room with me, in the room with you right where you are now. Presence, incredibly important to to know that if you're going to start praying, you need to know that you're not firing prayers uh, somewhere through your ceiling tiles. The the second check I always do with myself is that the whole issue of superstition. Do you know what I mean by that? Superstition, superstitious prayer, which is surprisingly hard to say, uh, is that thing whereby you hope that if you do the right things, it will evoke a favourable response from on high. So coming to prayer, I might find myself thinking, right, I need to do this well. I need to I need to make sure my prayer time is rounded. I need to make sure my attitude is good. I need to make sure I say the right things. I need to make sure my theology is watertight. I need to make sure I don't forget anyone or leave anyone out when I'm praying. I, you know, there's all kinds of things that we think I need to do this because in doing this, my prayer is going to be acceptable, do you see how close that is running to the kind of superstitious, slightly pagan approach of if I line everything up right, if I get the right sacrifices in the right order and I do the right things, uh, then a capricious God somewhere on high is going to look down and go, oh, that wasn't a bad effort. Maybe maybe I'll respond in some way. Uh, Nothing could be further from the truth. God is with you, in you, by his spirit, not waiting for you to get it right. Simply there, simply already there. One of the things I, I quite like to do, uh, if I'm getting a little bit into superstition territory with my praying, is just to lie there first thing in the, as soon as I wake up, first thing in the morning, when I've not done a single thing, and you know, I've not even kind of moved a muscle, I'm just lying there in bed, usually thinking, oh, is it really time to get up? And I simply lie there and think, right now, he is here. I haven't needed to do anything. I haven't needed to say anything. I haven't needed to be anything. Just right here, he is, by his spirit, already here. So, uh, Shot in the Dark, it's not that superstitious stuff, it's not that altered spiritual state is the other one I just want to speak to before I finish and let you get on with your day. Um, It is very easy because God is so big, so beyond my comprehension, so far, so huge, so immense. It is incredibly easy to fall to thinking that the only way I can connect with a being like that is to go into some kind of altered spiritual state. And indeed, there are lots of religions and spiritual philosophies where in order to meet with God, to meet with a deity, to meet with the divine, you do have to get yourself into an altered state. You do have to get your mind almost like a trance or some kind of uh, heightened consciousness or something like that. You know what? (laughs) God became... One of us in Jesus, because Jesus is the most normal person, if you like. We, Well, Jesus is not a normal person, but you know what I mean. Jesus in being a person is the most normal we can imagine. Um, Hebrews, there's a verse in Hebrews, which is actually in this half of, of the encounter chapter, which talks about Jesus being the reflection of the the image, if you like, of the invisible God. Why Jesus? Because... In Jesus, we see somebody who looks like us. In Jesus, we see somebody who walks like us, talks like us, is like us, is one of us. And so I don't need to get into an altered spiritual state to talk to uh, any of the other people who live in my house or to talk to you if I meet you on the street. We can just chat. And I absolutely believe that's why we need to hold this if you like, sense of Jesus, the person of Jesus at the centre of our prayers, because it stops us going into, I need to psych myself up into some kind of weird place in order for God to meet with me. And the exercise at the end of this half of the chapter, the trying it exercise, is all about picturing Jesus or finding a picture of Jesus or picturing Jesus for yourself and uh, putting Letting your prayer start with that picture of him, because as you picture somebody or look at a picture of a person, uh, and look at that image and reflect on that image, it helps you again ground yourself in the sense that I am not uh, needing to go into a trance to commune with some uh, strange far away uh, entity. I can simply talk to this God right here right now as though we were sitting in chairs opposite each other and chatting and I I want to encourage you as well as doing the trying activity I want to encourage you to uh, hold that thought through your day by his spirit Jesus is with you the person of Jesus accompanies you talks with you listens to you is with you throughout your day and I often find it helpful to get myself out of those strange head places, to think actually, what would it be like just to have the nicest, kindest, wisest, warmest, most truthful, uh, most honest, most challenging, etc., etc., person that I can possibly imagine? What would it be like if that person were with me in this room right now, or were with me in this uh, doing this work task right now, or with me uh, looking after my kids right now? What would it be like to have? that person here because that is christian prayer that that person that one is with you today in everything you do and uh, as well as taking time to reflect on the person of jesus looking at a picture of jesus i hope you will hang on to that fact that he is with you throughout today tomorrow the next day and on and on and it brings prayer to life to know that you're talking it's not a shot in the dark It's not a superstitious thing. You don't have to get into some weird uh, mind meld. It is quite simply the presence of a friend. It is quite simply that one who loves you is with you. I hope that blesses you today. And uh, I will be back uh, tomorrow night uh, to talk to you a little bit about heart to heart. God bless your day.